The least powerful, okay. Save the generation. Save the generation, yeah. All of those are good American values. The excellent American values. And usually we like to say they're the future of America, right? So you know that I taught in a medical school for 13 years, the Medical College of Wisconsin. And even then, when I was on the medical faculty, we knew that the fastest growing segment of our American population is 85 years old and older. If you watch the Today Show, the news, when Willard uh, Scott gives you some reports on weather from Washington, how many people does he greet who have celebrated their 100th or more birthday? In America, 110 people turn 100 years old every week. Certifiable. How many of you come from big families with 12 and 15 kids? Did I see one hand? Yeah. There's another hand. Well, there are more than two people in this room. That's not the majority of you, is it? Usually it's a two point whatever kids. So the fastest growing segment of our population is the elderly. But we mythologically in our culture like to believe in the youth. That's the future. That's the future. Or anything that's new is better than whatever's old. I bought a boombox once. Remember what a boombox is? It's ancient technology. And my wife and I used to like to sit out under our apple tree and we live in Milwaukee. And one day I was moving the picnic table and fell and didn't play anymore. It didn't smash, everything was okay, but it wasn't playing. So I took it back to the store and I said, the radio I bought not a long time ago this doesn't play anymore. The guy says, it's gonna cost you $50 for me to look at it. I said, I only paid $50 for it. I'm gonna give you $50 to so look at it. So I took the radio and went out. He said, by the way, why don't you go inside and buy a new one? Well, because I don't want a new one. This one's pretty much like new. So I went home and I found out that the radio had fallen on the cord and had severed it. Well, I had another cord. I just plugged that in and it played. It was fine. It's no problem. But with us, this is our value, that our cultural value, that we believe that the youth are the future of America and as you just saw with the story, that the one we would say would be the child when in the Middle East, the one you would say would be the patriarch. That's the important one. Not only in the Middle East, also in Africa. So my second point is, first point being, uh, we have this book which we have to interpret. We have this person, Paul, which we want to interpret. The second point is, what kind of interpretation will we seek? We should seek the most culturally plausible. That is to say, culturally plausible according to Middle Eastern culture, not necessarily according to Western culture. Third and final story, I like cartoons. One of my favorite cartoons is The Wizard of Vid. Are you familiar with this cartoon, The Wizard of Vid? Okay. So in the first frame, the wizard is leaning up against the stable door, and there's a sign on the stable door that says, Stable Boy Wanted. In the second frame, a young boy comes up to the wizard and said, I'd like to apply for the job. Wizard said, okay. In the third frame, the wizard holds out his hand to the boy, and in his hand is a round, dark object. It looks like a hockey puck, you know what a hockey puck looks like, or like a can of uh, cat food, you know, or you understand, that's what the object looks like, but it's dark, it's not, it's just dark, that's what it is. So the wizard holds it out to the boy and says, what is this? That boy looks at it and says, Shinola. The wizard said, you're hired. You'd be surprised how many young audiences sit there and stare at you. It's a cartoon, you know. It doesn't come with footnotes. It's in the English language. If you didn't get this, what was the problem? Well, the youngsters will usually say, 
What's Shinola? Well, what do you do when you don't know a word? You go to the dictionary and you look it up. Oh, Shinola, look. Proper noun, brand name of shoe polish. Does that make this any funnier? <laughs> well, maybe he's going to have to shine the horse's hooves. Is that funny? <laughs> no. What? I, I gather that many of you, a good number of you, know what we're talking about. <laughs> Growing up in Brooklyn, when you used to have arguments on the street, and you would talk about somebody, how stupid, no, stupid, boy, are you stupid, you are really stupid, you are so stupid, you can't tell, from Shinola. <laughs> yes. Now, cartoons are an example of what we call high-context language, high-context language. Some languages, like Japanese and Chinese, they're high context. People are on the same wavelength. They don't have to speak a whole lot. Familiar with Japanese poetry, haiku. That's high context poetry. We in the West.